Welcome to another edition of The Real Critic Movie Reviews. I'm Reggie Ponder, The Real Critic, where you get unique views for regular folks. I mean, movie information and movie reviews. And yes, you're getting it from just little old me. But while it is a monologue, I'm hoping that you will hit me up so we can create a dialogue. So come on, it's time to talk movies. So before we get into this week's movie, of course, you know, I have something that I want to talk about. This week, I really want to talk about the SAG Awards. They were awarded this weekend, and it's very interesting because there's been a lot of talk just overall about how award season has been overwhelmingly white and not that many uh, people of color. Well, as it relates to winning, as it relates to the SAG Awards, there weren't as many people of color. Uh, there weren't that many people of color that, that won. There, there is one uh, shining light in this whole thing, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But let's get to the actual awards here. The outstanding performance by a female actor in a leading role went to Renee Zellweger for Judy. Uh, she beat out Cynthia Erivo, Scarlett Johansson, Lupita Nyong'o, and Sh uh, Charlize Theron. And so there was some uh, diversity there, and uh, she won um, in, in that role. I, I, my, my thought is, is that all the women here are deserving of, of that nomination. I probably would have picked um, Lupita Nyong'o just because she played two roles at one time. It was uh, absolutely fascinating and riveting. So uh, I, I probably would have, that, that probably would have been my pick. Outstanding performance for a male actor in a leading role. We have uh, Joaquin Phoenix for The Joker, and I think that that's uh, dead on. He went up against Christian Bale, Leonardo DiCaprio, Adam Driver, and uh, Tyrone Egerton. So, um, and he won that. For outstanding performance by a female actor in a supporting role, it went to Laura Dern. And this is interesting for, for a marriage story. And she went up against uh, Scarlett Johansson, Nicole Kidman, Jennifer Lopez, and Margot Robbie. I, I, I want to tell you guys is that the movies that all, all these actors were really good in each one of their in each one of their movies. I, I mean, I and I really enjoyed Laura Dern as the lawyer in Marriage Story. Scarlett Johansson was very good in Jojo Rabbit. Nicole Kidman and Margot Robbie were phenomenal in Bombshell. And Jennifer Lopez really showed a, a part of herself, well, <laughs> a couple of parts of herself, but a part of herself from an acting perspective that uh, was really, really good. Outstanding performance by a male actor in a supporting role, it went to Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I want to tell you, that movie for me, it, it was a good movie. I, I, I think Tarantino has some brilliance there, but it just didn't stick with me in terms of that these, that these performances were the best of the full of the whole year. Just how I felt, you know, overall uh, felt about it. But Brad Pitt beat out, beat out Jamie Foxx for Just Mercy, Tom Hanks for Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Al Pacino, and Joe Pesci. And now, and they were both for The Irishman. And I, I want to tell you is that I believe Joe Pesci should win in that category, hands down. He was outstanding. And it does say outstanding performance by a male actor in a supporting role. Well, that's the definition of Joe Pesci. 
Then it's outstanding performance by ensemble in a drama, and that was The Crown. Uh, outstanding performance by a female actor in a drama series, uh, Jennifer Aniston won for The Morning Show. Uh, outstanding performance by a male actor in a drama series, went to uh, uh, Peter Drink Drinklage and for Game of Thrones. And then outstanding performance by an ensemble in a comedy series, went to The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Uh, overall, I mean, there were a lot of uh, interesting things. But what was the big surprise here? I'll tell you. The number one movie. The movie that won. Movie. Uh, uh, the movie that won. Outstanding performance by a cast in motion picture was Parasite. And that is one of my best movies of the year. And I am shocked that every awards group did not nominate Parasite as one of the number one movies. I want to tell you, go see this movie. Check this one out. Whatever you do, watch Parasite. This is a phenomenal movie. Yeah, you have to read some subtitles. Get over it. This is one of the best movies of the year, and kudos to the Screen Actors Guild for giving it its number one and most coveted prize. And now it's time for a commercial. Do you want to connect with Reggie Ponder, The Real Critic? Well, you can find him on Twitter at The Real Critic, R-E-E-L. You can also find him on Instagram at The Real Critic, R-E-E-L. Then you can go to his website, ReggiePonder.com, or you can go to Facebook and find him at Reggie, The Real Critic. But most of all, all you have to do to stay in contact, stay connected, stay close to Reggie Ponder, The Real Critic, is subscribe to this podcast. I hope you do so. Hey! Oh, shit. Oh. Come on, man. You can get that buffed out. No, you can get that buffed out. Remember, knock and talk. Yeah, knock, knock. Miami PD, get down! What the hell happened to knock and talk? Hands behind your head right now. I got this. I'm gonna penetrate this man's soul with my heart. What? Watch and learn. Sir, I realize that you're scared. You know, sometimes fear. How deep you think you got in his soul? I'm done, Mike. I'm retiring. Uh-oh, here we go again. You want your legacy to be muscle shirts and body counts? Look at this mess, it's carnage. I didn't do all this. You didn't shoot anybody? Well, come on, Captain, you know I shot some people. Yeah. Fuck me! Fuck, fuck, fuck! In these streets, I never trusted anybody but me. I'm asking you, man, bad boys. One last time. One last time. I'm the definition of half man, half drugs. Ask the clubs, bad boy, that's what's up. He's driving through a mall. We're not just black, we're cops too. We'll pull ourselves over later. <laughs> it's official. I survived what I've been through. Y'all got drama, the saga continues. Bad boys. Bad boys. We ain't going nowhere. You were right about the glasses. I've been telling your ass for a year. He can't be stopped now. Shit, Mike. These are like HD. This bad boy flies. We ain't going nowhere. 
bad boys, bad boy. Hey, what she gonna do? do? What she gonna do when we come in? Hey, hey, hey uh-uh, no, no, never. Y'all will never do that again. Yeah, and you fucking up the lyrics, which take a long time to learn. Cause it's bad boy for life. Okay, now you guys almost got me singing, but I'm not gonna do it. Instead, <laughs> if you don't know, then you should ask somebody because Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are back together for one last time in this highly anticipated Bad Boys for Life. That's right, you get Mike Lowry and Marcus Burnett and they are here and ready to go. So what's this one about? In this installment, Marcus, of course, played by Martin Lawrence, is trying to retire. You know, he's the family guy who is a bit more conservative than the playboy, the daredevil, do it his way, Mike Lowry. However, some bad dudes are coming for Mike, and he convinces Marcus to stay around and help him out this one last time. Okay, so who's in it? We know it's Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, so do you really need anybody else? Come on, the bad boys for life. But in this installment, actually, they send some people to help them out. We get Vanessa Hudgens, Alexander Ludwig, Charles Melton, Paola Nunez, Kate Del Castillo, Nikki Jam, and Joe Pantoliano. Now, you know, Joe Pantoliano is the captain, so how could you have a bad boys without him? Anyway, what's the like about this one? Mike Lowry is back. Now, he's not as slim and trim as he usually is, but he's still looking good. I'm telling you, Marcus is back as his sidekick, and he brings all the extra extra. And what I really mean here is Mike is super extra. He has this I-can-do-it-all attitude, the swagger, the bravado, the man, the legend, Mike Lowry. You know, he's cool, he's suave, he's debonair. But... Then you got Marcus, and he brings the extra crazy because he and Mike never see eye to eye, which is really part of the allure of this franchise. They are complete opposites. One wants to retire, and the other just loves the thrill of the chase. He loves putting criminals down, and he wants to be, you got it, a bad boy for life. So this time, there's Mike and Marcus, and they get a little help from some young guns, which I talked about a little bit earlier, and this really adds some freshness and some laughs as the millennials try to carve out a place in this established franchise. As storylines go, I, it, it's, it's, not, it's not bad. It is a bit fantastical, but that's okay if you're really looking for a getaway and some laughs, because you will get some laughs. And speaking of laughs, this, this really is a funny movie. I mean, from the young gun singing Bad Boys, uh, you know, Mike Lowry didn't really like that. He's like, I don't, don't do that again. To Marcus dropping off his grandbaby at a massage parlor, to, to Mike playing the dozens. It's funny, and so I laughed, but I, I'm going to tell you, I didn't laugh as much as my, my sister did. I took my sister Sharon, and she found it so entertaining. I, I, I liked it, but she was all in. She was laughing and talking to the couple next to us who she didn't know. She was talking to the screen. She was slapping my knee, and actually one of the times it actually hurt instead of hers, and she was just having a good old time. 
the chemistry in this movie is good and of course smith is eye candy for his fans and then there is some more eye candy for the women and the men in alexander ludwig charles melton vanessa hudgens and paola nunez i just want to tell you if you have a sweet tooth then bad boys for life has the sugar i i think this is a fun totally over the top jerry bruckheimer production you got the fast cars lights of lots of shooting impossible situations with impossible escapes it's it's one of those movies where you go with a couple of friends you have a good time but i'm going to tell you you're not going to leave this movie in my opinion talking about this movie uh the next day like oh man you got to go see it It, it's the best what it will do is it'll actually make you want to go back and watch uh one of the other two uh bad boys and i know a lot of people who did that and then once they do that they say oh okay this 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 worked but it really wasn't as good as the the other what's not to like about this one well it does feel a little bit dated and i think that's why they had to have the young guns come in and help them out a little bit 17 years later and we're doing close to the same thing we're doing almost the same thing that we did 17 years ago but these guys are not as fast they're not as swift they're not as debonair and quite frankly they're not as funny the chemistry is there so don't don't get me wrong the chemistry is there but maybe folks who haven't seen this franchise will feel that it's fresh and new but even at least to me even the addition of the new kids on the block doesn't make this certified fresh i I, I will tell you that there are some twists and turns in this in this film and maybe some surprises, but I do know some people who, while they were watching, they were like, ah, I knew this was coming, uh, that it was telegraphed in, in some type of way. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? Are you going to the movie or are you gonna stay home? Uh, are you gonna go to the movie or are you gonna stay home? Well, uh, th- this is one that you... I, I think that you, you should go see. My rating is Bad Boys for Life is fun, but the franchise really did need those young people for life support. The franchise has seen better days, and this installment makes you want to ask, what you going to do? What you going to do? Because while there are a few surprises, there is really nothing new. This is a matinee movie. I'm giving it two and a half reels. Thanks for joining me, and don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at The Real Critic, R-E-E-L. You can also follow me on Facebook at Reggie The Real Critic. And you can connect with me on my website at ReggiePonder.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time where we'll talk some more about the movies.